Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, I'm Janet Morana, the Executive Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our program. Well, there's been a lot in the news lately, and of course, a lot of people are questioning some of the things that have been in the news. Janet, how is this affecting the primaries that are still happening? And then, of course, the general election in November. And, of course, this overturning of Roe v. Wade and Plan versus Casey. What's going on? And what should we believers and people who want to end abortion do? Well, joining me today to have a very lively discussion is our national director, Father Frank Pavone. Father, welcome to the oh, program. Yeah, you know it's going to be lively, don't you? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> a lot's well, been going on. Well, of course, you know, let's just cover the first item first and get it out of the way. Last week, um, unfortunately, uh, there was, a, I, I would call it a, um, a tragic uh, breach of what the FBI is supposed to be doing when they uh, raided President Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago residence. Um, you know. You know, Father, this is my question. President Trump has been cooperating with all these investigations. It's not like he's been hiding from them. He's he, His own attorney sat and met with them already. He's met with numerous times. And now suddenly, hmm, it's coincidental to me, Father, that the raid took place just a few days after the CPAC, which is a conservative political action committee convention. And at that convention, they did a straw poll. And the question was, who would you like to see run in the 2024 presidential election? There was a bunch of names and they voted. And of course, President Trump got what, 98 percent? Overwhelming support. Well, his job approval was the 99 percent. 99 People don't get 99 percent. 99 percent job approval. And 98% saying, oh, he should run for president, right? Ron DeSantis was number two in the straw poll. And it just, I find it uncanny, Father, that like days later, boom, now they raid his home late at night. It was in the evening, early evening. It was dark out when they were doing this. And and he wasn't even home. He was up in New York uh, on some business. Um, I don't get it. What what do you think was the momentum? Well, the this was a, this was a, this was outrageous. This was the most outrageous thing uh, imaginable that the FBI, the FBI, and the Department of Justice—they've been completely politicized. And this is what the Democrats do. The Democrats do this. Republicans don't do this kind of thing. The Democrats do this. They take the the, the the mechanisms of government and they use them as tools against their political enemies. They did this with President Trump numerous times. They spied on his campaign. They took a false dossier years ago, right? The mm-hmm. Steele dossier. Right. Got a FISA warrant to spy on Trump's campaign and in his White House. And he said it. He called them out on it before it was proven. And then after afterwards, with so many as with so many things, President Trump was proven to be right. So they spied on my campaign. And these people are are just uh, uh, they they have no conscience because then they continued to use the mechanisms of government, the constitutional process of impeachment. They hijacked and abused that. It was the first partisan impeachment in American history. Partisan. Using it as a partisan political tool. And of course, they did it not once. But but twice. Right. You know, failed once. Uh, okay, let's try it again. Failed yeah. twice. And then they brought came up with the January 6th committee, another hoax 
again, completely biased. They're not letting uh, 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 President Trump side, neither in the impeachment processes nor in this committee, the unselect committee, as he calls it, uh, have their own witnesses or cross-examine the witnesses. It's just a totally one-sided, partisan, political circus. Now, they're getting very um, desperate because none of these things are working. Like you pointed out, the success at the straw poll at CPAC, right, right. is just one of several indicators that President Trump has the greatest political strength of anybody in the country. He's got, he dominates. He doesn't just lead. He dominates the field well, father, I mean, among that, that's uh, Republicans. During this primary season, I was just referring to, we still have some more primaries left. That's right. But he, his, his percentage of how many candidates did he endorse right that one that one it's 93 percent of record right 93 percent yeah of the candidates he endorsed uh in the republican primaries what yeah many of whom were behind until right. he endorsed them. and and, and, and the then most, they saw ahead and the most the, the the obvious one recently that i saw we met her at cpac um was the one for arizona governor yeah, Carrie lake yeah yeah Carrie that's lake. right no, and also you see it in the strength and enthusiasm of the rallies that he continues to hold, like we saw during both of his campaigns. Mm -hmm. The enthusiasm, the numbers break all records. Wherever he goes, it's record-breaking crowds. Right. I mean... But and, let, and, let's and, look at why so the, the enthusiasm, Father, why the enthusiasm. We who are pro-life, abortion is our number one issue. Let's just think how, how we got to overturning Roe and Casey. Yeah. Of course, those of us who worked in the 2004 re-election of George W. Bush, pat on the back, because he appointed Justice Samuel Alito, who wrote the decision, right? So imagine if that didn't happen, we would have had a, a, a pro-abortion justice, right? right. Two oh, of them, because yeah. Bush, Bush put two on the court. Put two on the court. Now we fast forward to President Trump. He gave us not one, not two, but three strong conservative constitutionalist justices and that's because imagine if we had elected hillary clinton instead father it would have been three radical pro-abortion liberal justices so elections do matter don't they father yeah and <clears throat> this is how this is why the enthusiasm was so strong in electing him and it can remain strong now we're grateful for his accomplishments he doesn't only promise things he fulfills those promises and he proves to have an ability to get things done that a lot mm -hmm. of others tried to do wanted to do but couldn't do right he's got a way of getting it well, done his very and first day of his presidency father with the mexico city policy he just didn't put it back he put it back Stronger. He expanded it to he expanded all the full, the full range of government uh, agencies. That's yeah. right. Of course, of course, Biden undid that with one stroke of the pen. But the point is, he didn't just do a few little things to keep pro-life people happy. He really opened up the whole book, basically, and said, let's see how much we can get done. That's right. That's let's right. See and that's the much. approach he took to everything. Let's see how much we can do. Not how little we can do. Right. How much we can do. Right. And he, that's the way he conducted his business life prior to becoming a a candidate and he approached uh the presidency as a businessman it was the first yeah. time we had a non-politician step in and he looked at wait there's waste here this right. has got to go we got to stop this we, we got to not get rid of that i mean he really approached it as as a really uh, very good businessman yeah we need more non-politicians in politics
Yeah. So everyone now is is whispering about, oh, after that that raid last week, how is this going to affect the midterm election? So, Father, well, what's Patriot, well, one of the tweets I liked the best about when this happened on uh, on uh, uh, Monday night was, <clears throat> "Patriots are being born tonight." Ah. Think about that 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 tweet. Patriots are being born tonight. Patriotism. What is it about? We see America as a place as the, the land of the free. Right. It's the land <clears throat> of the free. Our founding fathers rebelled against tyranny. This is what we mean by the land of the free. There is to be no tyrant over us. Government is to have very, very, very limited power, only as much as is needed to keep law and order. What we see the Democrat, the radical people on the left doing today is they abandon law and order, but then they use tyrannical power to control the people where they want to control the people. Now, the supporters of President Trump, ourselves included, recognized this, have recognized this for a long time, have seen the left weaponize the, 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 the structures of government and the institutions and procedures of government against their political opponents, starting with President Trump. But as he always reminds us, it's not about me, it's about you. They're attacking me because they are attacking you and what you stand for. Right. First and foremost, life and freedom. And then uh, when this happened, for a lot of people, it likes, it was like the last straw. They said, okay, now I believe it. you don't have to convince me anymore that there is a weaponizing of government going on against political opponents. There's corruption. You talk about the deep state, drain the swamp. It's like, what are we talking about? What we're right. talking about is that there are people in positions of power who are abusing that power against their fellow citizens. Right. Only certain of their fellow citizens, that is the ones who take the uh, positions we take. I think this is backfiring. And, and I want to, uh, there's a quote here. I got it from the Politico playbook. Some of the uh, comments that were made, one of the legal experts said, I mean, think about why did they raid the place? All right. So the National Archives and Records Administration says, oh, there's boxes of presidential documents missing from the White House. You know, so they go to Mar-a-Lago to grab all a bunch of these documents. Well, you know, we don't know that the president did anything wrong. First of all, I can tell you he didn't do anything wrong. But they want to try to, you know, they're always, it's a witch hunt. The idea behind a witch hunt is that the witch doesn't exist. You know, right. you're hunting and hunting and hunting for something that doesn't exist, right? So uh, so they're trying to make this as if, oh, you know, he mishandled his laws. Obviously, there's a law against mishandling, concealing, or taking to an unauthorized location uh, a government documents. Okay, so that's what they're trying to hone in on that. But, of course, the president, uh, you know, uh, is the president, and he can declassify documents, et cetera, et cetera. So the point is the burden of proof is on them, not on, not on him or on us. But one legal expert said if they raided his home just to find classified documents he took from the White House, here was his conclusion. He will be reelected president in 2024, hands down. It will prove to be the greatest law enforcement mistake in history. Why? Because it's an overreach. If you right. want documents, there are ways of going about that, checking to see. Are we always giving somebody the benefit of the doubt and then checking to see whether or not they actually have? You could subpoena documents. This was such a completely outrageous, unprecedented, and inappropriate, uh, President Trump said it was inappropriate and unnecessary uh, action 
uh, that we that we have ever seen. Uh, and so that's why it's backfiring. People are saying enough, enough government intrusion, enough tyranny. Right. So therefore, <clears throat> I think I'm going to predict right now for the rest of the primaries, I think any candidate that Trump uh, endorses is still going to have the same kind of track record. Oh, yeah. I think the oh, momentum is yeah. going to build. Yeah. I, but, yeah, you know, so. <clears throat> at the same time, Father, you know, we get a lot of emails about this. People are concerned about the November midterm elections because they see the shenanigans going on like now with rating Trump and they're worrying about the integrity of the election. So what's the response right now about election integrity? Well, there has been uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in, uh, I believe, 44 states now about Mm -hmm. 100 election integrity measures implemented. State legislatures have been busy. Right. The awareness Mm -hmm. of this has been very high. The need for this has been very strong. The Democrats, again, have overplayed their hand. They tried to do that election power grab with that piece of legislation, H.R. 1 and S. 1, trying to federalize the elections. But the Constitution gives the power to the state legislatures, as you know. Right. And that's where it needs to stay. One of the things that will go a long way in ensuring election integrity, people have to pay attention to whom they're electing in their state as secretary of state. Because Ah. the state legislatures set the laws, but the secretary of state implements them. Secretary of State has a lot of power over elections, what is done, what gets ignored, what gets enforced, and the Attorney General, too. Those mm-hmm. are two very important positions. All the states that had Democrat Secretaries of State in 2020 abused went the laws. For, went for Biden. Well, and also, too, Father, if I recall, there were states that on Election Day, that's when the votes are supposed to be counted. And some of those same secretaries of state extended the counting see, period, see, and, right? there's, then, and, there, and there you ask the question, well, by what authority? If the state legislature has the authority to set the, the law, And they set the rule that... And you say, and let's say, let's say, again, it varies from state to state. Let's say the state's law is no ballots will be counted after... A certain, ta- a certain time right. on election night. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's the law. You don't come in and have some lower official of the state change, change it. it. Right. That's the law. Right. I, I, I don't know why this is this concept is so hard for people to understand. You're only supposed <clears throat> to count legal ballots. See, this is the same blurring of the line between legal and illegal that these left-wing radicals do when it comes to immigration. We want people to come into our country. We but are a legally, beacon of hope and liberty right, go for the through world. The process. But legal immigrants. We want legal right. immigrants. We don't want illegal. Same thing with votes. We want legal votes. Oh, we want everybody to vote. Just like to say, oh, we want everybody to, to be able to come into our country. No, no. Legally. Right. They, 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 there's some there's a piece of their brain is missing. Right. Okay. So, so, okay. So, because, so the, the advice then, I think, for the election, and let me know if I'm right on this, is basically vote in person as opposed to mailing in a ballot, well, which means if your state has early voting, then go in person and vote early. Isn't that the best advice? In person. In person voting, right? In person. Mm-hmm. You know, as President Trump has been saying, I mean, the mail ballot should be used only for in the necessity of somebody who's really far away. And <laughs> they're in the military. And can't get you know, to or the they're polls. really sick and they literally cannot get get out of well, there. Get out of my house. father was in a nursing home for seven years. And in those seven years, he never skipped an election because we got him a mail in ballot. Yeah. We would help him fill it out. You know, he, we, he would we would tell him who's running and he'd fill it out and then we would take it and we would mail it in for him. Yeah. 
you know. But like you said, Father, only in those circumstances would it be, or if you're going to be away on a business trip, flying across the country, and you're not going to be at your polling place, okay, use a mail-in ballot. But everyone else, you can show up in person, either early voting well, or on election you know, it day. was like the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled recently that those, those drop boxes were illegal in Wisconsin. Right. And it said, look, the, this goes back again to the to the question of there is a law. If there's a law, then follow the law. Right. And the law in Wisconsin said, you know, you deliver the ballot to the clerk, right? right? So the court said, well, the law says you deliver the ballot to the clerk, not to an inanimate object, <laughs> the box. <laughs> the box. You know, you know. Right. It doesn't say you deliver it to a box. You deliver it to the clerk. It's a person. And that's so, what the law you know, says. and this yeah. is like, this is like, okay, can we please? Just do what we all learned as little children. You know, you follow mm -hmm. the rules, you know. So we really need to look at the candidates. But, you know, at Priest for Life, as you know, Father, we have a great election team going, election volunteers. Yeah, yeah. We have a great website, prolivevote.com, where they can get up-to-the-minute information. Right. <clears throat> but let's just talk a minute. One of our resources we have at Priest for Life is this thing here called a party comparison, right? Now, this is in English and Spanish. And, of course, it shows the positions of the parties from their last uh, convention, which was in uh, 2020, right? This will be good until 2024 when that summer they'll meet again and tweak it, right? But, you know, brothers and sisters, if you want to get a copy of this, <laughs> we, we'll send it to you free of charge. Go to um, prolifeproducts.org and, and we'll send you this. And you can view it online, too, at uh, prolifevote.com. And look at this, Father. I mean, the how extreme has the, uh, the Democratic Party got? I mean, they want abortion, as you know, till birth. And the Republican Party is pretty clear here. They say uh, they're in favor, of course, no tax pen taxpayer funding for abortion. They're in favor of uh, eventually a human uh, uh, life amendment, which, as you know, that's the ultimate goal. So this is this is a good comparison piece, isn't it, Father? Right. It takes. Uh... <laughs> Uh, account of issues like education, school choice, foreign affairs, and assistance, uh, various different issues. Again, no editorial comment here. We're making editorial comment, right. but that this doesn't. Right. And this is just, you know, plain and simply. So this is 501c3 friendly? C3, this is, that Which yeah. means you could distribute it in churches. It could right. be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no. This could uh, go inside the bulletin. It could be in the back of the church. Let, because listen, let's make it very clear to pastors and others who administer churches. You distribute this in the church, you are not breaking any law whatsoever. The right. only law you're breaking, all right, is the one in your imagination. Right. <laughs> no, no law on the books. Okay. This is perfect. And we'll send it to you okay. free of charge. Prolifeproducts.org is where you can order the party comparison. One side is English, the other side is Spanish. This is a great tool. And then, of course, Father, we've got some other tools here to help everybody. Uh, I love this brochure you wrote, 10 Responses to Pro-Abortion Politicians. Tell mm -hmm. them about this, Father, a little bit. Yes. Well, <laughs> oh, well, I, you know, I have to represent all the people, they'll say. And you respond, well, that's what we're trying to say. You're not representing all the people if you're excluding the unborn. So and right. simple responses like that right. to some of the most common things that these pro-abortion politicians will say, whether it's at a town hall meeting or on their website, or uh, if you write a letter and they send you back a letter, they have the, they they only have a they have a limited pool, as you know, of standard pro-abortion responses. Right, and none of them make any sense. Yeah. 
None of them carry any water. This is a good set of 10 responses right. to 10 of those most common. And that's uh, available too yeah. at our online store, prolifeproducts.org. And then finally, this brochure, Father, um, that you wrote is really great. Voting with a clear conscience. Yes. And um, you got 10 ideas here. I'll tell you, Father, the one I like the best is keep your loyalty focused on Jesus. I mean, that's the best one. I well, love. that's where, again, yeah. we're talking about how the uh, how the Democrat Party has weaponized government, okay, among the many other bad things that it's done. Right. You might, somebody might be a lifelong Democrat, and it's like, well, wait a minute, when I vote, am I being, who am I being more loyal to, Jesus or my party? Nothing wrong with belonging to a party, but if the party starts veering off the track of morality right. and, and the gospel, <laughs> Don't you have to reevaluate that and say, whom am I going to be more loyal to? That's what we mean by keep your loyalty focused on Jesus. It's, not, it's okay to be part of a political party, but don't let it be there in place of your loyalty to Christ. Right. So when you go to vote, you don't leave your Christianity outside the polling place. You, you bring don't it leave your Christianity you. outside of anywhere. Exactly. Right. You bring exactly. it with you. Right. So now, you know, it, we have to urge everybody. We're still in the window where... Make sure you're promptly registered to vote, right? And we have a great yeah, website, yeah. Uh, checkyourvoterregistration.com. Yep. That's not a priest life site. It's a government site. And you just make sure you're promptly registered. Yeah. Do you know, Father, I had a couple of people start going there. And one person said, well, I'm a registered Republican. Why do they have me as a Democrat? And I really? Had, yeah, yeah, they had to switch it. They went, yeah. wait, I'm not that. I so that, that's why you got to just don't assume anything. They'll right. ask, oh, why would it be wrong? Don't even run... Don't even worry make why sure it's, it might be Make wrong. sure it's Just correct. Just make sure it's right. <laughs> yeah. And then I think the job is look at your Christmas. I say look at your Christmas card list. All the people on your Christmas card list, okay, we might have a few pro-choice friends on our list, so skip over those. But all the ones who are like-minded with you, they're pro-life, they want to see the pro-life cause advanced, just call them, send them an email, message them on Facebook. And tell them the same thing. Hey, did you ever check your voter registration to make sure everything's okay? Mm -hmm. Go and tell them. Go to checkyourvoterregistration.com. Yeah. Now, yeah. check your voter registration and then get back to me and let me know if it's all okay. Yeah. I think, especially now that everyone feels so uneasy about this election stuff, the safest way to make sure you're properly registered is check it now, right? Yep, exactly. Okay. So we've given them the tools plus a special prayer resource. Yes, special prayer resource, Father. And this is this is a, a beautiful prayer that you wrote. Uh, it's Election Prayer for Life, a beautiful little card we have. We will send this to you free of charge. Go to uh, prolifeproducts.org, order as many as you like. Uh, you know, some churches, you know what I've seen them do, they they have them in the uh, the thing where the hymn books are and everything, and they'll pick it up, and some, some good Bold pastors will pray this prayer yeah. uh, after every uh, service. So, Father, could you uh, do the prayer well, for us Should we now? say the prayer together? Sure, okay. let's do that. Right. Let us pray. Oh, God, we acknowledge you today as Lord, not only of individuals, but of nations and governments. We thank you for the privilege of being able to organize ourselves politically and of knowing that political loyalty does not have to mean disloyalty to you. We thank you for your law which our founding fathers acknowledged as and recognized as higher than any human law. We thank you for the opportunity that this election year puts before us to exercise our solemn duty not only to vote, but to influence countless others to vote and to vote correctly. Lord, we pray that your people may be awakened 
Let them realize that while politics is not their salvation, their response to you requires that they be politically active. Awaken your people to know that they are not called to be a sect fleeing the world, but rather a community of faith renewing the world. Awaken them that the same hands lifted up to you in prayer are the hands that pull the lever in the voting booth, that the same eyes that read your word are the eyes that read the names on the ballot, and that they do not cease to be Christians when they enter the voting booth. Awaken your people to a commitment to justice, to the sanctity of marriage and the family, to the dignity of each individual human life, and to the truth that human rights begin when human lives begin, and not one moment later. Lord, we rejoice today that we are citizens of your kingdom. May that make us all the more committed to being faithful citizens on earth. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And quickly to review our resources, of course, our party comparison, English and Spanish. Okay. And then our 10 responses for pro-abortion politicians. Okay. Brochure, voting with a clear conscience. And of course, the beautiful prayer that Father just uh, led us in, our um, <clears throat> election prayer for life. All of these items are available to you at our online store at ProLife products.org. You know, we need each and every person watching this program to get involved, get these materials, bring them to your church. And you know what? If your pastor won't let you have these there, then you take them to where you have a circle of influence. So for example, if your kids play soccer, bring them down to the soccer field and talk to the other parents standing on the sidelines. Uh, maybe your kid plays uh, basketball, softball, whatever it is. Uh, what about your prayer group? Uh, what about if you go to choir practice? I mean, just go down the list, you know, wherever you are with other groups. If you're a member of the Knights of Columbus, bring the, the materials there. You know, don't let anyone squelch the spirit in you when you say, Father. right, exactly. That's because right. it's all our responsibility that yeah. success in November, taking back the House and taking increasing the, the Senate, Senate. Yes. is going to be a huge thing to help slow them down uh, because they're the party of death. And we are the people of life. So Amen. thank you, Father, for joining me mm -hmm. on another episode. And brothers and sisters, thank you, too, for joining me on another episode. And remember, there are some abortions only you can stop and some lives only you can save. Thanks and God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.